Hey, 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 it's your boy, back at it again, not dead yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, uh, I'm still f trying to figure out an intro, I guess that'll just be different every time. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back to uh, First to the Red Light, it's your boy Jason. Uh, this week's, I guess, topic, today's topic, today's episode podcast, I guess, is just about, you know, life. Sorry, I'm fixing my headphones real quick. Um, yeah, I guess it's just about life and friendship and relationships. And I guess you can tell from the title, it's going to be about trust. So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, what's up, everyone? I know it's been kind of a weird upload schedule, but uh, I'm trying to do my best. I'm like back in school again, and I'm working I'm actually in the process of moving out right now, so it's kind of crazy looking for apartments right now. It's super expensive and crazy high inflation and high demand and low supply. So, yeah, what a great time to, you know, become independent, huh? Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, so it's your boy. Today we're going to talk about trust. Yeah, and I think this is going to be feel like... A little bit more like uh, another season one episode. Sorry, I know I thought, I mean, I said I would write out, you know, have a bigger outline and have a plan, but I guess not. I guess this is just going to be what it's going to be like for just a little bit longer. I don't know. I feel like sometimes writing it down and, you know, getting an idea of what I'm going to say and talk about before helps. But at the same time, like, I just feel like it's so natural and so nice to kind of like talk like this and be like just very casual and conversational and colloquial and uh, yeah but uh yeah let's get right into it trust trust is something i have been thinking about and it is such an interesting dynamic when you grow up in a household that has very little trust um a lot of things are on the on the cuff off the cuff on the cuff i guess would be normal but yeah i guess off the cuff you know everything is just uh, you know, changing day by day, second by second, so I gotta be always, I had to be always on my toes, you know, can't really think of a schedule for myself, so yeah, it's uh, very interesting to kind of be an adult now and kind of transition away from childhood things and, you know, as much as I can, I guess, because, you know, like, as much as you people try to say that their childhood or their upbringing doesn't affect them, it does, you know, no one's not, not no one's not unaffected, everyone is Everyone has trauma, you know, but that doesn't mean, you know, because everyone has trauma, I can just be a jerk or, like, be not gentle with my words, you know. I think that goes to show you, like, dang, like, it's even more necessary to be nice and gentle to strangers and especially people you love and know and care about. So, yeah, uh, trust is an interesting thing. I guess that, that'll be my first topic, like, growing up in a household where, like, it felt like if I broke someone's trust, like... I, I, I would have it lorded over me forever, for, for the rest of my life. So, you know, you can tell how, what type of anxiety and just fear that would instill in me. And I guess kind of the anger and outrage I would develop when people would break my trust, you know? So it's kind of a interesting dynamic, you know, because I think. When people lie, when people don't say things, it's like, or when people don't communicate well, or when they 
have a fear of the consequences of being honest. It's like, oh, like, you're naturally going to start lying. You're naturally going to be like, okay, you know, I can just lie, you know, and they, and I won't be punished. So it's like for me growing up, you know, I was, I felt like the punishment was so much worse than lying, you know, that like, oh, dang, like I can get away with something for however long, like that, I guess that duration of like me being able to get off scot-free is, you know, <laughs> I guess more worth it than, than, than coming out and coming out and being honest and yeah, like the, my mom would just go ballistic. My dad, my brother, especially, I was so afraid of him growing up. So honestly, you can see that. Um, I'm so sorry. This is like a big no-no. I'm texting and podcasting. I'm so sorry, guys, gals, non-binary pals. No more texting, though. Yeah. Uh, back to what's at hand. Sorry, let me just put my phone on silent. Yeah, like, it's such a... Yeah, you know, if that makes sense to anyone. <laughs> it barely makes sense to me, you know? Like, uh... It's such a scary thing when you think like it's the end of the world if i mess up so i think that is kind of like the foundation of my sense of trust my sense of like belonging i think also that yeah kind of segue like it, it, it's kind of a interesting path and connection between trust and belonging and safety i guess i i mean i i, I guess it's not that big of a leap you know to go from trust into safety you know because like you're not going to feel safe you're not going to feel comfortable able to joke and be yourself when you don't feel safe and you're not going to feel safe if you don't trust the person slash people you're with so growing up that was like my home environment 24 7 so i loved being outside or playing games or not not interacting with my parents or my brother you know so i'd just either be playing video games or outside hanging out never studying yeah, always by myself. So it's 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 an interesting dynamic when I think about who I am now. Because I feel like I love hanging out with people. I love hanging out with my friends. But when I'm with my family, you know, I'm just like... Or like, I love hanging out with people. But at the same time, I need my alone time. I need time to like process and talk about things. And do kind of like this podcast, I guess. And just talk and think out loud and process with my mouth. You know, because I'm a big external processor as y'all can probably tell but yeah uh that i i think an example of that was i think i didn't realize but you know trust and safety for me like kind of like or like what it looked like to not or like to be on guard to be on edge you know to have my walls up to be armored up is like i would you know, be very quiet, be very observant, almost hyper observant with a lot of the things going on in my environment, not just people, but like places too. Like, oh, is, is it dark? Is it bright? You know, like, what am I? <laughs> it's so funny. What are my escape paths? So I think growing up and oh, like whenever I go outside with my family or even with my family, like I have these like, oh, you know, like what's going on? What's this person doing? You know, very hyper vigilant. So. And, like, when you get stuck like that for, like, 15, 16 years, and then you finally start dating, or in my case, I started dating someone who I felt safe with, like, I'm just so tired, I'm just so tired all of a sudden, so, 
you just get so sleepy, so relaxed. So I think now I'm like kind of like still recovering from being super vigilant when I was younger. So there are still times when, I, of course, I get into that mode and I'm like, you know, what's going on? Who's here? Who's there? You know. But at the same time, like a lot of times when I'm hanging out with my friends, like I get so tired because I'm just like, oh, like fuck, like my body, my um, my sympathetic nervous system's like, okay, okay, we're not on, you know, fight or flight. Let's relax. Let's let's sleep. So. It's very interesting. It's very like a. Mm, it's very interesting how your emotions or your your values kind of like manifest themselves subconsciously in your behavior, which is, I think, very interesting. And I feel like maybe that's a direction I want to go into this podcast, doing more research based things and kind of like expounding and giving my ideas on like, with you know my claims with like evidence slash data, you know, rather than just me talking and giving out my ideas but i don't know you know i i i i kind of seen you know the types not the types like because i don't know who listens to this but i guess i've kind of seen the numbers and it's like it's it's not like it's crazy the amount of you listening but i just want to say i i don't know you know i <laughs> i had no plan for this i had no idea people would even want to listen or would listen but yeah like i'm just gonna keep doing this for myself and if you guys want to write on or hop on this journey with me, like, you're so welcome, you're so, this is a safe space, you're so welcome and loved here, so, please, like, continue to listen, continue to, I guess, use me for background noise, study noise, I, I guess, but, I know, like, it's so funny, like, I, I, I know I have some episodes where I'm just, like, super quiet, I'm, like, super, like, you know, in this tone, in this podcast tone, and then all of a sudden I'll, like, laugh, or, like, go crazy, and it's, like, what the frick, like, I use you as background noise, my guy. Like, stop laughing. <laughs> so, it must be very interesting um, to have that happen. But, yeah, uh, that is an interesting, I guess, aspect of trust. You know, sleep and your physical response to trust and whether or not you feel safe. Um, but, yeah, I, I think another, I guess, aspect, maybe moving up too many levels, but... I think this is just the next connecting point or dot in my mind is like is friendships and more than that relationships yes even romantic ones like relationships where you really get close to the person and you really share life and really feel vulnerable enough to share like your insecurities and your mistakes and your regrets and your hopes and your dreams and it's like I didn't realize but those things really like you really 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 need to trust someone before you share those things with them you know because it's like I'm, I'm sure you guys gals non-binary pals have met people who just kind of share willy-nilly you know they kind of just be like hey you know my name's uh um uh, sasha uh yeah like i'm 14 and uh you know i'm addicted to meth it's like what sasha you know slow it down you know like <laughs> how was your day how was your week you know let's let's relax a little bit before you just share with me all your childhood trauma and stuff so and then on the other end it's like someone you know for like four or five plus years it's like hey dude how you doing you know what's going on in your life it's like oh not much <laughs> you know it's a, it's it's so uh it's really like i would say again like it's a balance and i feel like a balanced spot is like hey you know like I feel good with this person and I feel like I'm loved. And then, you know, like kind of sidebar, side note, like 
that is a tangent, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what I say. Um, it's like when I'm with people that I really like. Oh wait, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh my gosh, it literally just like bopped out of my head. Okay, well, going back to the whole trusting and sharing, it's like you gotta just. Oh, okay, I remember. I, was, I I feel like I definitely am a very intuitive person. Not like meaning like, oh, I can just tell when things are right or not. But it's like, I make a lot of my decisions on my feelings and on like, I guess these weird feelings and thoughts that I have that aren't really, it can't be explained or can't really be expressed outwardly. So it's hard for, I think, people to understand my decision making because I don't even understand my decision making. And it's like, because I just intuitively like, oh, hey, I think this feels good. So I'm going to do this. Or like, let's eat here because this other restaurant has a weird atmosphere, you know? And it's just so weird because I think it's really funny to think about how people make decisions and how people make mistakes and how people like think about things and wonder about things and you know think about like oh how do i min max this situation how what is the statistically you know uh time wise analytically you know perfect best you know solution to this problem whereas i'm just like okay this feels good and i you know i'm just gonna keep doing it until it feels bad so uh i think that and that has caused gotten me into a lot of trouble in terms of like not addiction i guess but just like in terms of like not porn use but like masturbation i think and like binge drinking and drugs you know and, and i'm you know still trying to work on all these things and they're a lot better than when i was in high school but it's like i feel like there's this pit kind of that we all have and we just kind of try and fill it with things that make us feel good you know and there are a lot of things that you know people use as excuses or like you know they they use these things because it's like more socially acceptable than other things but it's still filling a pit you know it's still they all go to the hole like for example like you know workaholics you know it's like socially celebrated to be super successful and work really hard and make a lot of money but it's like if you look at these people's personal lives it's like they're emotionally not very healthy and like they can't really not not think for themselves obviously because they're adults but they don't really dig deeper because it's too painful or it's like it's too much for them to do that and they kind of just pile over this work onto their emotional i don't want to say trauma because that's that's this emotional baggage i guess they have just in order to cover it to, to accrete which is i think is a very interesting word um that y'all should look up accrete it is the opposite of erosion um but yeah it's it's this way to cover up and layer their childhood or, you know, emotional, psychological, you know, problems. And it's like, if it's not that, then it's like, oh, being, uh, you know, uh, an active worker or like, okay, I'm trying to think of other things. Like, uh, like, you know, someone, someone who's talented at, at art or whatever, but when you try and sit successful people down, it's hard for them to really share in a vulnerable position not like it's I, just, I think it's easy for people to for people to bs things like hey you know like wake up early and you know this is my mantra i meet read marcus aurelius every day and take cold showers and you know you rise and grind sigma males sigma females you know like rise and grind you know 
but at the same time, it's like, dude, you gotta, like, sometimes think about why you're doing things, because I think that is another aspect of trust that is interesting for me, at least, where it's like, I feel like, for me, because I don't have a good sense of trust, you know, obviously I'm working on it and building it right now, but for me, it's hard for me to feel safe and comfortable enough to even venture out and try and do things because I just feel so unsafe. And I think I don't, I didn't really understand that until I went to college and I met these, you know, I had these roommates or these hallmates uh, freshman year who I dormed with and then sophomore year I lived pretty close to them so I, I would always like walk over and visit them but they're like yo like it's hot like you know there were girls and living in this big house and they're like yo like it's scary to go downstairs when it's dark or like I like always need to walk around my own house with my you know roommate or my other housemate you know because it's I just feel I just don't feel safe and I'm just like well that's crazy you know because as a guy I never really externalize that feeling in that way i was just like i just gotta deal with it i gotta deal with like my feelings my feelings of not being safe i guess or my my feelings my sense of danger i guess in every new environment that i'm going to but for girls it's like it's like yo they gotta you know for like i i think this is this was my way of like kind of understanding that and how it affects my sense of trust and danger because like i don't i don't have a sense of danger in environments but if these environments are filled with people then i'm like yo like what can these people do yada 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 and i think my way of like bearing up and armoring up is like oh, i'm so friendly i'm so nice you know i really like try and gauge and learn learn who these people are but it's it's still like you know going back to the socially acceptable thing it's like it's like that's more socially acceptable to do than just completely ignore someone and it's like but both of those things like ignoring someone and being friendly and polite like they both fill a hole they both fill a certain void in our souls and as much as people that can like try and defend themselves it's like it's true it's true like people who are people pleasers you know who seek attention and love and you know rewards and audiences it's like they they need they really need that in order to cover up their physical you know or emotional or psychological you know emptiness and it's it's uh it's interesting and going off that it's like people get into relationships all the time it's like yo i'm you're using a relationship to fill this hole inside of you and it's sad it's hard to see. It's hard, especially if the other person, I guess, I don't want to say more mature, but I guess if the other person, I I, I don't want to say that. I scratch that. Um, I guess, like, if you go into a relationship thinking that way, it's like, it can really cause a lot of damage because it's like, that person was never built to satisfy all your needs and fill your trauma and your loneliness, you know? It's, that person is just trying to live their life and they, they, you know, want to see you obviously be happy and they want to see you, you know, live, I guess, yeah, live your best life and, you know, be satisfied and, you know, find just joy in the little things and just be happy. And they want to share in those moments with you. They want to, you know, celebrate with you in the victories and mourn with you in the losses. But that person is not there to fill the void in your heart or soul like that. It's just always going to be there. 
no matter what you try to do, it can be gone for, it can, you know, you can distract yourself well enough to, for it to be gone for a couple of years, but for your whole life, no, like that's, when you look at athletes who have achieved a lot or like even super successful business people, it's like, it's not that great. It's, they, they still feel the same, you know, it's like, yeah, it's great to win, but it's not everything. It literally isn't even, and then I think this is might be a controversial one, but even family, you know, I think people really use family to fill the void in their souls. It's like people use family really to like be like, oh, I'm a good mother or like I'm a good father. Oh, I'm a good uncle, aunt, grandmother, whatever, whatever role you want to do in the family unit. It's like they, they look at that and say like, hey, look, I am good. I am good enough. And it's like, it's an interesting dynamic when you, when I, when you kind of see a part of you in another person, because you know, you're just related and it's like, oh, how do I love this person better than I was loved? And I know this is kind of super off topic and off track, but it is what, what came to my mind. And, you know, because I have nieces now, especially my oldest niece, she's two, she's starting to walk and talk and, like, have opinions and make jokes, which is effing crazy, because she used to just be a little bag of skin who just pooped and cried and slept all day. Um, but now she's, like, having friends and, like, laughing and wanting to play games and wanting to run around, and it's crazy, because it's, like, to see her, I think brings me a little fear in my heart or keep or like get, yeah 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 like gives me a little sense of fear because like i so badly want to treat her and want her to have a better childhood than me but i think in in that fear you know i may get in the way of my goal i guess for me to want to love her and be so protective of her might get in the way of her you know learning her from her own mistakes and growing up and i might be you know who knows i might be the one to cause her trauma oh which is a scary thing to think about but it, it may be true it may be true you know so with all that with trust and relationships and things to say i think i was thinking about this one analogy where it's like you know when you trust someone it's like it's not like hey you know and like they hurt you if you open up and be vulnerable with them they hurt you or backstab you, or whatever it may be, to betray your trust. It's like it's not. It's not like, wow, how could you do this? You know, you betrayed my. Obviously, it's wrong for them to do that. Yeah, but it's like, as the person who entrusted them, it's like, you are putting yourself in a place of humility. Like, it, it, I can't really think of a good, good enough word, but it's like, I opened myself to you because before. When you would hurt me, it would hit my armor. But now I trust that because of the fact that I trust you, I'm taking off my armor. And now you're hitting my vulnerable spots. You're hitting my vital organs. So it's it's almost a, it, it's not a guarantee. When you trust someone, it's not a guarantee of like, hey, you know, the pain is going to stop. The hurt, the betrayal is going to stop. It's like, hey, no. Because I trust you now, I'm gonna let you hurt my, my most precious spots, my most insecure spots, the places where I try to hide from everyone. 
But because I trust you, because we're in relation with each other and we're in that deep of a far enough relationship, I'm going to let you see my place, my dark places. And you're, I like, and if you're mature enough, and I think this is the place that I'm just coming to, you know, after all these years of like pondering and just like processing and thinking about it. it's like, if you're mature enough, you, you, you don't get angry. I'm sure, sure you get angry because this person hurt you, but it's like, you put yourself in that situation. And I'm not saying like, it's not, it's neither here nor there. I'm not saying like, this is why you never trust anyone because people just hurt you. It's like, no, no, no. You know people hurt you, but you need people. You need to be in relation with others who have different aspects and who have, you know, who, because it's like, what is life without, you know, someone to see it? And I think that's another, you know, going back to the episode before this, it's like, this is why I'm kind of like recording these podcasts where it's like, I don't know who the frick is listening to this. I'm just putting it out there. And if you guys judge me, that's fine. This is, but, but this is me. This is a very vulnerable, in-depth look at my own thoughts. And it's interesting because I don't know who's listening. I don't even know if y'all like it, you know, but it helps me because I'm like, I'm, I'm armoring down. I'm lowering the drawbridge. I'm destroying my walls by recording these. And it's, it's nice because I feel like I'm able to not to connect with you guys because I don't know who you are, but I'm able to connect with strangers more because like now I'm not as afraid. I'm not as vigilant because I'm like, if, if a random stranger hurts me, that's fine. Even if it's someone I trust and they hurt me, that's okay. Cause that's life. It's <laughs> loving someone and inviting people into your life is inviting that risk of getting hurt. And it's inviting that risk of like, damn, this person could really mess me up and even worse. And this is far worse in my experience. You, I could be the one to really hurt them and mess them up. And that would, that would be crushing for me because I feel like, you know, it not destroys your mental, but like, it like ruins this preconceived image, I think, of like you and you as, you know, like, the victim and I think that's something that I need to get over because I'm you know I'm such a self-pityer I always put myself as the victim I always play the blame game like oh it's not my fault I'm like this it's not my fault but you know I think a lot of conclusions and not realities uh realizations yeah there it is realizations came from me just looking at my life me being unhappy and instead of blaming others like just looking in the mirror and being like, hey, you know, like, take take some responsibility, take some ownership over your own life and just go out and do things, you know, like, if people don't like it, like, whatever, you're yourself, people aren't, people, it's rare, it's, the common thing should be people not liking you, you know, the rare thing should be, the uncommon thing should be, wow, this guy's cool, you know, so I think that's the kind of area that I'm in now, you know, season two, uh, I <laughs> totally forgot the name of this one. First to the red light, season two. First to the red light. This is where I'm at now. I, I'm I passed this first red light. It turned green, and now I'm at the second red light. Again, I'm first still, but I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm taking my time on this one. I'm like 
whatever. I'm, I feel less guilty about being myself. Obviously, I don't want to be like an asshole or a jerk for no reason, but I'm like, I sincerely want to love and cherish people. And I, I, I want to see, you know, like, not the looks on people's faces, but I want to just be myself and be like, F it, you know, like, if, if there are rules and regulations or whatever, like, stopping me from doing things, it's like, no, I'm, I don't care anymore. I'm going to do things without thinking about the rules. I'm just going to do it, you know, DIY. And I think, you know, I really like Henry Rollins. He's definitely a jerk, but I love his mentality. I'm just like, dude, I'm like, if you want, he started a label, so he did it. He wanted, no one would sign him, so he made a label. And like, no one would publish his book, so he became the publisher. So it's like, I, I, I guess this is kind of like, yeah, not like Black Flag Radio, because that's so conceited, but it's like, this is just my way of just being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, if I'm, if I'm gonna make my own voice out there, I, I don't know the right pathways to do it. I'm just gonna do it this way. I'm just gonna do it whatever way I can, whatever way will continue to let me, you know, and I, I guess this is it. Podcasting and talking and just sharing my thoughts with you guys is something that I genuinely value. Because it's like, again, like I shared, it's like me armoring down. It's me being like, hey, you know, like, not everyone out there is the, the big bad wolf and they're out to get me. It's like, no, like, people aren't going to like me for sure. But it's like, the majority of people just don't care. They just don't, you know, and it's like some the people who care enough to say bad things, it's like whoa, like, that's, that, it sucks what you said, but it's like, you care enough to say that, you know, you care enough to share your opinion with me, which is interesting, I guess, this is out of the norm, and I value that more than, like, just apathy, because <laughs> I feel like apathy is such a, it's the normal, like, it is the, the normal response to, like, hey, like, I'm doing a podcast, or, like, hey, I'm going back to school, or, like, hey, I just graduated, it's like, it, it's apathy. As much as we want to say, like, we have people in our lives that care about us, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you may have those. It's like, if they didn't know you, they wouldn't care. It, and that's just the honest truth. It, yeah, yeah, like, that. that's true. Like, if people don't know you, they're not going to care. Or if people don't care, wait, does not mean the opposite? If people don't care about you, they don't know you. If people, okay, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I bet I'm confusing a lot of people right now, but it's like, if someone doesn't know you, how can they celebrate or, or mourn with you? And tying it back, it's like, that's the thing about trust. The trust is not like, hey, you know, like, here's my deepest, darkest desires. Uh, on day one, it's like, the trust is like, hey, you know, you made mistakes in the past. Sure, yeah, you hurt me, but I'm still going to risk our relationship, a relationship with you again. Because I trust you and I love you. And that is a dark thing because it's like, I'm def I, I personally experienced this where it's like, 
I messed up and I tried to be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry that I messed up. Can we get into a relationship again? And she was just like, no, I don't want anything to do with you. I'm just like, that's fair. It sucks, but it's it's fair. So trust, man, trust is a real thing. Trust is a real nut buster, butt muster. So yeah, it's a, a dark, <laughs> it's not dark, it's a good thing. I think it's something that I'm slowly learning. I Again, I, I don't know how many times I want to say this through this podcast. Like, It's a thing that I'm slowly learning by just talking with you guys. Gals and non-binary pals. It's this thing that I like thoroughly enjoy and love and I want to be more consistent. I will try my best to be more consistent with uploads and recordings and being on top of my homework for first to the red light, but I have a lot of other things, but I think I need this. I think I do. I think I really do. Because it's like to really think about love and loss and just what's going on in my life, I need to talk. And a lot of times people don't understand or it's like I don't feel comfortable enough to talk like this or like they keep interjecting and they won't let me talk. So doing this stuff is great. Talking with y'all, just talking and talking and talking is a nice way to really not, I guess not listen, but be in tune with myself because i think i've noticed i've been a bit more stressed and a bit more worried ever since dude oh my gosh big low guys i got kicked out of my class because i forgot to do an assignment so i have to retake the class later in summer which blows but i have another class different class not the one i got kicked out of i got kicked out of communications but i have anatomy starting next week so yay still on the way to becoming a nurse still on the way to Finding nursing school and getting back into the rhythm of school in general, I guess. But yeah, I I am doing all the, those things, and I just want to you know keep updating you guys, gals, on your pals with what's going on in my life, what's new with my thoughts, because I think like I do have a lot of thoughts that I need to get out, and it's nice to be able to talk. I guess not to someone, but I guess it's nice to be able to talk like this, to really prepare and organize my thoughts because I think like if I do this you know my problems I'm not really actively working on the problems in my life but it's like I am changing my perspective on them I'm I'm, I'm making them smaller which is nice because it's like I think before like I thought the size of my life was the size of my problems if that makes sense where it's like if I had big problems, that's when, like, my life mattered. When I have small problems, like, then, you know, I'm not doing en- enough to really, uh, be worthy of big problems, I guess, which is weird. But it's, like, I'm just slowly learning. It's, like, dude, my life is bigger than my problems. And I can just enjoy and be happy and and really just live my life without having to, having to go through something, which is, I think, how I've been living my life for the past 23 years. And yeah, I guess I guess I just want to end this episode with um, this last idea on trust and love, I guess, in terms of romantic relationships. It's weird. Love is weird. Relationships are weird. And I think I didn't realize how weird it would be until I got to my early 20s into post-grad, where 
if I want, I, like, it's so, I, I don't, I can't even think about, like, going out and meeting someone random on the street and being like, hey, like, you're cute and pretty, like, you want to go on a date? And it's like, no, dude, if, if I could, <laughs> seriously, if I go up to anyone and say that, they're gonna say no. Like, what? Like, well, they'd be like, you're a weird guy, like, you seem cool, but you're weird, like, it's a, you did it in a weird way, so no. And, yeah, they would be right, so, to, to reject me. And, I don't, I guess I just don't know. I think I'm just, not over it, but I think I'm taking a break of, like, putting myself out there like that, you know, kind of like the person who, like, just constantly overshares with people. It's like, hey, you know, I can't just go up to some random person, like, hey, you know, like, I think you're pretty and cute, like, let's get married in some family. It's like, well, no, 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 not like that, <laughs> you know. It's like, hey, let's just start a conversation with people and just open up and, like, see what they're about. It's like, that's less daunting than being like, hey, you want to go on a date? It's like, it's like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on with your life? You know, like, what are you interested in right now? Like, what TV shows are you watching? What books are you reading? You know, like, and if they don't have those things in their life, then I probably don't want to date them. I probably don't want them to be in my life because I love books and I love movies and I love TV shows. I love media. It's just great. I love consuming stories because that's how my brain functions. How my view of just life revolves around narratives. I'm a narrative-based person, and I think it's more... A character is more endearing when they grow into the person that you want them to be. Because it's like, if someone is born, or like, if someone just introduced you as like the perfect person, it's like, it's not a very compelling character. That's why I think Superman is not as important, not as compelling as Batman. But I mean, like, now Superman, Superman has like several other, like, making Superman the villain in Injustice was a great idea because it's like, it's this supposed to be incorruptible guy who gets corrupted and now he's interesting. That's why so many people find him interesting now. Versus Batman who's like, always been interesting, always been like, a fan favorite because he's, he, he grows, you know, he grows to be this crazy person. He grows to be like this great detective. He starts off as a child and he learns these skills and then and even like with the death of like one of the Robins and all these things, like he learns, he grows to become like the Batman, right? You know, like like in uh like in the new the Batman with uh Robert Pattinson. It's like he he starts off as vengeance, but he becomes the Batman. He's like, Oh, I gotta like care for the city. I can't just beat up bad guys. I gotta really save the innocents. I gotta save the impoverished. I gotta save the marginalized. I gotta be a symbol for people who want justice. I can't just be a vengeance. So, yeah. I, it's... Uh, I can't... I, I, and I guess that's the point in my life that I'm in right now. Like, I'm slowly learning, but I'm like still in process. And I guess I'm always gonna be in process, but like, I'm in the process of realizing it's gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to be in it for the long haul and do this daily you know really take care of myself and wonder about things and just like process how i'm feeling and how i'm doing through this so if you guys gals on binary pals want to keep listening i'm gonna keep talking and even if you don't listen i'm gonna keep talking so that's pretty much it for this episode trust i don't 
I don't really know how much I talked about trust, maybe a little bit in the beginning, but yeah, trust, guys, has been on my mind a lot. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where you don't feel safe, and you feel like there's not that much trust, like, get out. <laughs> or, you know, communicate with people who want to talk and want to trust you and want to love you. So please think about all those things. And yeah, guys, gals, non-binary pals, I love you. Thanks for listening. Peace.